scripture this morning is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 18, verses 1 through 5. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then he called a little child over to sit among the disciples and said, I assure you that if you don't turn your eyes around and become like this little child, you will definitely not enter the kingdom of heaven. Those who humble themselves like this little child will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. As Sesame Street was being developed, there were a lot of voices and advisors involved in the character development, and a lot of discussion about how those characters were going to effectively educate children. And one of the voices in the room um, was a developmental psychologist, uh, Shep White. And he told uh, this group of researchers that, and this is a quote, you need a Mr. Bumbler on the program. Somebody who makes mistakes, who gets flustered and is like a four-year-old, but picks themselves up, dusts themselves off, and keeps going, and provides other people with a whole lot of opportunities to be helpful because they need a lot of help said four-year-olds can identify with that. And those were the seeds that eventually bloomed into Big Bird, an eight-foot, two-inch-tall canary who, always, who has always needed the help of his friends. Big Bird's never been afraid of questions or to ask for help. For more than 50 years, he has been the world's largest and one of its most famous toddlers. And here's the interesting part about Big Bird and his relationships with others. Nobody ever rolls their eyes at him 
Nobody tells him that he shouldn't be asking certain questions. Nobody tells him to go away and to just come back later. Big Bird's friends, both Muppet and human alike, welcome his curiosity. They make room for his questions. They allow these questions and his bumbling toddler behaviors to be part of their community. And they see value in it. And friends, I think that's just what Jesus was trying to tell his disciples in our scripture today. That the curiosity and questions about faith and life that children just naturally bring to us, those questions, that curiosity is welcome in the presence of Jesus. Friends, will you please pray with me and for me? Holy Spirit, you are here. Holy Spirit, speak to us as a faith community and speak the word that each of us individually needs to hear. Holy Spirit, may all that I say point us toward greater union and intimacy with you, the lover of our souls. Amen. So I'm feeling a little bit like taking a risk today. I'd like to start off with some church participation, whether you're here or online. To invite you uh, just to yell out, what are some childlike qualities? If you're online, feel free to put them in the comments. If you're here, just yell out, what are some childlike qualities to you? Trust, Trust enthusiasm. Wonder, innocence, innocence. Humor. humor, and I heard something else, unconditional love, acceptance, unconditional energy, <laughs> said with a loving eye roll, friendliness, Joy, honesty, not that right. Mm -hmm. Open, curiosity, hopeful, playful, was that? Playful, fearless. So friends, let's just stop and ponder for a moment. Do we welcome those qualities in church? Depends on the church. Do we welcome playfulness? Questions? Wonder? All those lovely like things that y'all just said, fearlessness, honesty, should. So what I'm 
asking us to think about today a little bit is do we enter church, do we enter worship, do we enter into our relationship with God as a, on a continual basis as a finished product, or do we enter in recognizing that we're continually still being formed? And in that formation, a willingness to ask questions of God, to be curious about what God is still doing in our life. Friends, we need to normalize asking questions in church. And it doesn't matter whether you've been in church for two days, whether you've been doing the church thing for two years or two decades, or for some of you, two times, two times, three decades. Um, questions are acts of discerning what faith should look like, no matter where you are on your spiritual journey. Now, according to an article from The Independent, a publication that's online and published in the UK, researchers estimate that curious children ask an average of 73 questions per day. I'm not sure how they qualify a child as curious or what makes a child curious or not. Um, and I really don't know who could take the time to keep track of 73 questions per day. <laughs> but clearly, children ask a lot of questions. And yet, if you've been doing the church thing for a while and we grow up in church, there reaches a time where suddenly we become afraid to ask questions. Because we ask questions about faith, or the Bible, even its reliability, or questions about God and the state of the world, God and evil, that can be seen as a lack of faith. But children aren't afraid to ask those type of questions. Big birds, not afraid to ask questions. Children recognize that they don't know what they don't know, and they're not afraid to admit it, even if it really annoys the adults around them. Because unlike us, they aren't afraid of looking stupid. They haven't learned that type of pride yet. And that's one of the reasons why I believe Jesus calls us toward childlike faith. Because childlike faith allows us to just forget about pride and learn that it's okay to ask questions. Because sometimes I, we tend to think that childlike faith is just having this blind faith, just saying we believe without any, um, without using our reason or logic or anything like that. Just supposed to believe, that's the end of the story, go about each day on our own way. But that's not how children actually behave. 
Children have questions. And at least the Jesus that I've come to know doesn't see questions as signs of doubt. They're signs of curiosity. A curiosity about God, about other people, about our world. Because when you're curious about something, it's a, at its core, a desire to learn more. And it's a faith. It's an act of faith. Because faith that is seeking understanding, friends, that is still faith. And Jesus is telling this group of disciples, don't worry about making yourselves look good with how strong your faith is, but have that desire Come down to the level of a child and recognize how much more you still have to grow and give a, have a desire for that growth. Because the reality is, a sign of spiritual maturity is recognizing that we're never going to be really great at anything. We're never going to be able to fully arrive at anything when it comes to seeking God. Friends, each one of us in this life is a finite being. Even as Jesus has created us for eternity, in this life here and now, we have a birth and we have a death. We're finite, unless Jesus decides to come back suddenly. And yet here we are, finite beings, trying to figure out an infinite God. A God who has no beginning and no end. And that just means we're always going to come up short. And for people of faith, especially in our Christian faith, and if you've been doing the whole church thing for a while, you know, we tend to think of the story of Thomas in the New Testament. Um, and that moniker that he goes by, don't be a doubting Thomas. Now, it's important that in Jesus' interaction with Thomas, Jesus does correct him at the end. And all of us need a word of correction every now and again. But what we forget is that Jesus still answers Thomas's question. Jesus actually shows Thomas his wounds, allows Thomas to kind of investigate him. Thomas was a deeply faithful person, and he was simply seeking to understand what faith meant at this current time. He needed help with his faith. So he asked what, at least to me, is a pretty understandable question. Because the reality is, maybe Thomas wasn't the only one in that crowd who might have been struggling with whether this was really Jesus. But they were just too prideful to ask, too afraid of being looked at as an unbeliever or being looked at as just, well, why would you possibly ask that, you silly little person? But here's the reality, friends. Jesus doesn't need us to have that false bravado about our faith. Jesus invites us like a child to wonder, to ask questions, have a healthy curiosity about who God is, 
a desire to grow nearer through our natural childlike curiosity that God has placed in us. Because in each and every human, God has placed this desire to know where we came from, to know God at our deepest core. And we learn that, we experience that through curiosity and asking questions. Church isn't the place where you come and drop your questions at the door and you come and act like everything, you got everything perfectly together. Friends, church is the place where we gather with a community of people, all of us desiring more of God, and a willingness to ask questions together in order to find that. So perhaps the way toward God isn't confidence in what we know, but to take a posture like a child, a posture of humility, and recognize all that we still don't know. To recognize our limitations. That we don't know it all. And that we can find comfort in a place where we just have that childlike wonder about the beauty of God. And when those questions arise, we're willing to share them with God and each other. Sesame Street, in its more than 50 years, has shown children that it's good, that it's holy to be curious, and that it's okay to ask questions. So what Jesus is showing us with these children and the disciples and that whole crowd is that the faithful life isn't one that appears perfectly confident all the time. A faithful life is one that recognizes sometimes life, sometimes the world, sometimes, frankly, if you really get down deep into the nitty-gritty of it, even the Bible doesn't make sense, as holy and as authoritative as it is from our lives, and it is. The Bible can be a pretty confusing book sometimes. And we need to be willing to ask for help in figuring it out as best we can. So friends, let your faith lead you to curiosity. Let your faith allow you to ask questions. God doesn't need us to know all the answers. God just needs us to be willing to ask questions. And sometimes, maybe, like a child, even do a little bit of a banana dance. Amen.